0: Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, I'm Chucky.
1: Wanna play? Sometimes. That is my I...
0: Look at me, Damien!
1: Sarah, <laughs> bloody
0: hell. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work.
1: We all go a little mad sometimes. You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a time one good scare, huh? What an excellent day for an exorcism.
0: Open the pod bay doors, Calvin. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hello, welcome to Horror Movie News. My name is Dave
1: McRae. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, you need to let this shit go. Already I feel stupid enough as it is. <laughs>
0: uh, just in case anyone's curious, uh, Wolfman's Got Nards messaged me uh, to say how much fun it was to beat Mark, and he, he did think Mark was genuinely a nice guy, even though he went away and got quite angry that Wolfman's got <laughs> nards would not admit that he's Dave McRae from
1: Canada. But I've spoken to him so many times since as well. And I've been like messaging him back and forth on Twitter and stuff. I've been like, dude, I honestly watch your channel all the time. I know. I was just so drunk. I mean, we've been uh, drinking since like what? We bet me, you and Elise had a beer in that pub at like nine in the morning.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, was, like, it, was, it was a heavy
1: day. <laughs> a very heavy day. My mind just went completely blank. It was kind of one of those things where you go up to like Michael Myers and start calling him Jason, even though you're a big Halloween fan. That, that is basically what I did, pr- pretty much. Either way, it entertained me, it entertained him.
0: Uh, I hope it entertained Dave McRae as well. I'd like to think he's seen that and gone. <laughs> yep.
1: <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> oh man, honestly, the shame is so embarrassing. I, I hate myself right now.
0: I, and I promise I won't bring that up periodically throughout the rest of the run of this show forever. I don't believe you in the slightest. Oh, good. (laughs) I'm an awful bazard. (laughs) You are indeed. (laughs) Um, If you've not listened to this show before, this is me and Mark talking just like we did now um, about random stuff. We also scatter in a little bit of horror news, um, just to say that it is horror movie news and we don't get done for false advertising. Uh, (laughs) I'm kicking it off this week with something that made me just so disgusted with horror as a genre and I was so pissed off so David Blum and James Wan have met over a beer and decided they they might be merging their two companies this is for me the worst thing that could possibly happen in horror I can't even tell you how annoyed
1: I am I don't get it though like what do each of them hold what cards do they hold to be able to feel like that would be entertaining to anybody other than <laughs> the fact, the business point of view. It's like, like if you had, like, the um, staffer a card, I don't know what production company he was using for the Halloween series, but if he, like, merged with New Line Cinema, the house that Freddie built, and he was like, oh, holy shit, we're going to get a Myers and Freddie film. This is awesome. Yeah. What the fuck are these two idiots bringing to the table other than The Conjuring and... Paranormal Activity. <sighs> Who gives a shit?
0: Well, the thing is, like Blumhouse, without a doubt, have done some great horror movies. They've revolutionized horror at times. When they were a smaller, when they were a smaller production house, they really pushed for new horror. But now they're just this big churning machine that just, if I'm honest, churns out shit. Yeah, and, and if they're it, trying it, to
1: buy up big name company, the big name company, the big name franchises: Halloween, yeah. The Exorcist you're going after Nightmare on Elm Street Friday man. the 13th quite, exactly just they're scared of A24 that's all it is
0: yeah and then you've got James Wan who I've got some really strong opinions on his ability to make horror does a great jump scare but so does my five-year-old and that's pretty much all that one brings to the table
1: yeah he's I'm not so... impressed by him either I'll be honest
0: some of his some of his actual directing work like the way he uses the camera and some of the like the shots we get in the opening of the country where it comes down to the house and goes through the window and down the stairs and like a float it's brilliant it looks incredible
1: yeah but But, he does that and he made the first saw film he did that he was involved with that with um lee winnell yeah amazing And then both of them sold the souls and read the return for any of the installments. It's like they build important franchises and then just cash grab on it. Yeah. And have Uh, no involvement in it themselves going forward. It's like.
0: And one has got probably a unique ability that no other director has got or hasn't had since the eighties. You can give James one eight pound 50 and he'll make you a hundred million dollars. And that's why Blumhouse want him on board. Because he does. I mean, the conjuring movies, even like I think it was the devil made me do it, cost them like sixteen million dollars. Gross like a hundred and sixty. He makes low budget horror very, very, very well and makes his budget stretch. But
1: uh, I you're just buying the name though, aren't you? Because let's be honest, the name James Wong now, is... It's the name, isn't it? It's the name you're buying because <clears throat> other than Saw, the Conjuring Insidious. Again, they're nothing really major, are they? They're all very repetitive things. It's not like either of them are own. Dead silence. But if right, okay, so if you take all of those warm films you've just mentioned and then you go over to Blumhouse, what have you got on Blumhouse's corner? Uh paranormal activity. Yeah. Um they don't have Halloween anymore, that's gone.
0: No, um oh god, what else have they done? They've done loads. I've gone completely blank as to their Let me just
1: pull up some Blumhouse films and let me just see if this is going to get interesting. Blumhouse Productions. Alright, so they've got Get Out, Megan, The Black Phone, Freaky. Oh, apparently Insidious is Blumhouse. Oh, is it? Might be James Wan, but it's apparently a Blumhouse. Maybe that's what led to it then. We've got Sinister, The Invisible Man, Upgrade's pretty cool, I like that they they did that There's nothing on here that really screams to me. We would like you to join forces so you can merge your franchises together. no Do you know what I mean like no, it, I it, it seems pointless to me unless.
0: Uh, Unless
1: they're going to work together, but to me, it seems more of a business standpoint than it does a creative standpoint.
0: Yeah, it's a Blumhouse have got the money to give James Wan $50 million to make a Kandrew movie instead of 16.
1: Yeah, and I'm quite honest. What was the last did James Wan do that fucking malignant thing? yeah <laughs> yes. yeah fucking man he's dead in the water to me
0: <laughs> we we need to get malignant on the show i've got so much to say about
1: that film i fucking hate it i hate it i hate that film with a passion
0: yeah how much of the time did you go why
1: what what why why are you doing that what why It just annoyed me it really annoyed me and then that whole scene in the fucking prison where you actually get the reveal it's like the i was just like oh i hate myself I, I,
0: I tell you what it is it's the it's the creature growing out the back of the guy in the first harry potter movie that's what it is with dinosaur arms
1: yeah yeah it's basically like early stages voldemort yeah voldemort.
0: harry potter the boy backwards. who lived <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> And then you get fucking freddie got fingered versions of the backwards man while he's running down corridors and stuff i'm like <laughs> oh my god backwards man the backwards man I can go back as fast as you can. I was like, ah, oh, I, I hate it, I hate it, I fucking hate it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't for me at all. I, 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 again, I'm not really impressed by this news, and I don't think anybody else is either. Like, I think it was, like, some sort of announcement that was going to send the internet into a frenzy, but everyone's just like, why?
0: <laughs> why? It, it, it did send the, it sent the internet into a frenzy of everyone posting, these two emerging, followed by the caption below, Why? yeah <laughs> that was the it frenzy makes no
1: sense or no purpose for him to do
0: it um why um, were on things that annoy you and annoy me um bit of david gordon green news
1: uh i hate this guy have you uh, noticed i usually have the my jaws posters back
0: yes uh, did you take that <laughs> so, da- you took down your halloween
1: ends poster in rage I came in this evening and I saw it. I was like, oh, "Fuck you!" So I t- I took it down this evening as I came in to record this episode because I used it. For those who don't know, I have like series of posters behind me on the wall in frames, and I um I got sent a Halloween ends by Watch Horror Movies, who's on Instagram. You should check out; he's great, by the way. He does um he goes around and does a lot of set locations, but he's also an artist and does posters of films that haven't come out yet and stuff like that and he did a halloween sends one and
0: which is better than it is
1: better than the actual poster they released for the movie fucking a million times better and um i think it was maybe you and heather who commented on me and basically entered me into the competition anyway i won it and he sent it out to me very graciously which is awesome and i put it on my wall next to my original halloween poster um but I did pre-warn him, depending on how bad Halloween ends was, it may not stay up on the wall. <laughs> and <laughs> today is the day that Halloween does officially end. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Gordon Green news.
0: Gordon Green made an announcement about The Exorcist this week. And it's very similar to an announcement he made about Halloween franchise. He said, I'm going to take The Exorcist where you don't expect it to go. And inside, I just went, "Ah, oh, please don't. Please, I, I appreciated what you've done in Halloween because I'm not a big Halloween fanboy so with that franchise you can kind of do what you like and if it's got decent kills and it's fairly aggressive I'm going to go with it but I love The Exorcist please don't ruin The Exorcist please don't
1: fuck off man you scored like fucking I can't remember what that horrific film was that you scored higher than The Exorcist I can't remember no you didn't give a, you didn't give the Exorcist a score it deserved. He got a nine. No, did not give it an eight? No, I gave Exorcist a nine. But then you give something really stupid a ten. Uh,
0: Sharknado three. <laughs> no, no, I said something really stupid.
1: <laughs> sh- sh-
0: Sharknado, Sharknado, now that's a franchise I'd like Blumhouse to pump some money into. Give Sharknado yes. fifty
1: million dollars. Could you imagine? Could you imagine that would be epic? But <laughs> anyway, we're going completely off track. But um, the Exorcist. no, to be honest with you, mate. Like I know what he did was not quite what everybody expected him to do with the Halloween franchise. But as an outsider, I can't even be an outsider because I'm such a big fan of that franchise. But somebody who can detach himself, I can still appreciate Halloween Ends for what it is. I did actually really, really like that film. That my my disdain with the whole paranormal side of, of cinema, I just think they're all very rinse and repeat. That is one film, the one sort of category that could do with a shakeup. So if he's gonna try and do something completely unique with that franchise and that idea, I'm kind of all for it with the Exorcist, I'll be honest. Yeah. If he did something like completely wild then it and it wasn't a whole quick get the priest. <laughs> Let's go to the Vatican that <laughs> kind of thing. And it and it just <sighs> went on a complete rampage. And she turned into some backward ceiling crawling slasher. I'd be like, this is fucking amazing. Yeah, see, I'd
0: like that, but I do want to hear I need a young priest and I need an old priest. I, I want I want that I still want that reference in there. I want you can't make a movie called The Exorcist and not have the Exorcism be the main focus of that movie.
1: But is Linda how evolved is Linda Blair in this? I don't even know if she is anymore. Because her mother Is in it isn't she
0: yeah yeah
1: so i i'm not well versed in the exorcist film so there's one two two three three. and then there's like them (laughs) two the films that were both the same film
0: yeah i i can't remember i can't remember which one it is one of them is where the nazis are involved i'm sure that's three
1: i think there's five in total but four and five are basically the same film yeah. And then they both got filmed simultaneously and then one of them bombed, so they released the second one. They released five, which is basically the same script but just reworked a little bit. Um how how involved is Linda Bear in those? She's in the first two, is she? Yeah,
0: first the second I like the second one. The second one gets a lot of grief, but I like the second
1: one quite a bit. And is this picking up after those or is this going after the original again, like you did with Halloween?
0: I have no idea. He's not said. I I kinda want him just leave the originals alone, just redo it. Remake it. It came out in seventy-four. Just remake the movie to start again.
1: I yeah, don't want see, it- I'm kind of I'm I'm not a fan of this whole timeline no. stretch, this multi string universe thing. Like it annoys me. Like I would have preferred Gordon Green to just give us his take on the original and then roll into H eighteen. And if that was his original intention and idea, I don't like the fact that it tarnishes the original. Like the original is the original. The timelines are the timelines. And I say that as someone who's a Halloween fan who has like fifty different variations of the timeline, but stuff like that annoys me. It does annoy me. I don't like it.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. Ugh. Gordon Green's earned another crack at the whip from me, but if he fucks Exorcist, that I'm done. No more I for Gordon Green. I think that will
1: me. be his career as well if he fucks up, don't you?
0: But you? You say that, though, but Halloween um, Halloween ends are still made over $118 million.
1: But to put that into context, Terrifier 2 has made over $10 million. On the uh, f- $15 million now. fifteen. Mm. Smile came out exactly the same time. Low budget, indie horror film. 200 million. Shit. 200 million dollars that film has made. Mate, so to mate, put that up against Halloween Ends, which is the closing chapter on a well established and well loved franchise, is 115 million doesn't sound that impactful anymore, does it?
0: No, no, it doesn't. Uh, what have you got for news? Because my, all my news this week has been a real downer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I haven't got a great deal, really, to be honest with you. I'm, I've got one little nugget of news, which is Joseph Quinn from Stranger Things. Um, uh, Eddie. Uh, which, which Oh, he's Eddie, is he? I, I wasn't Eddie. sure if he was Eddie or Steve. I knew he was no, one no, of the no. heartthrobs. Yeah, no, Eddie from Stranger Things is uh, in talks to become a big lead bit player in the um, Quiet Place prequel, Day One. Uh, okay. Not that I'm massively over enthusiastic about that franchise, but I like him as an actor. So it's nice to see him getting a break that he deserves. I thought he was amazing in Stranger Things.
0: Yeah, I, I do. I, I I did I'll be honest, I didn't get all the hype about his character. He's I a did, brilliant I really liked him. He's a brilliant actor. The character was great, but like everyone swooning over him. All these all these young girls go, Oh, he's amazing, he's amazing. This was the kid at school that they called a dickhead and told him to fuck off every time he come near him. This is the kid who plays Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I, I hate this kind of, oh, he's amazing. If only I could find an Eddie. Well, there's an Eddie in your school. There's an Eddie who works in your place. And you don't go near him because he's the guy who, who maybe hasn't got the best hygiene or he spends all the time talking about spells he's going to cast in D&D. And you don't like him for that for exactly yeah. the same reasons that you're now swooning over a guy. It, it really wound me up. I got really annoyed by it. Yeah,
1: don't... he was sold as this sort of heartthrob. I don't think he necessarily was sold as the heartthrob of the show. I don't think this is anything to do with the show because he was he was branded as an outcast in the show, wasn't it? He? he was yeah. the outsider. He was the down and out. But for some reason or another, everyone's just embraced his character. And that may be it... down to the actor more than it is the actual story.
0: He's a. I'll give him his due. He is a really handsome guy, and he's a really talented actor.
1: Um, is, um, have you noticed that they announced the first episode title of Stranger Things season five, episode one, yes. which is called Crawl? Yes. And there's a lot of speculation that he may be coming back, as if he's like crawling out of the Upside Down.
0: Oh, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, I think so as well. I'd, oh. lo- I'd love him to come back. I'd love him to come back. I was disappointed he died. Really disappointed he went out of the way he did in the final. Skylar, I'd like you haven't watched the end of Stranger Things yet.
0: <laughs> yeah, apologies for that. Um, I would like to see him. Do you know what I picture him doing? I think he'd be really good. Do you know who he would play really, really well, Pennywise? Oh, so there's talk of um Bill Skarsgård returning for the series, but it's not been confirmed. I, I think, think he would come back. Uh, I don't know if he will.
1: I, I, know... I think he loves that character enough to want to come back for that.
0: Yeah, I, I, I think Joseph Quinn would make him excellent Pennywise.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. He, do you know what he reminds me of? He's a type of actor who would play in some sort of biopic. Yeah. Do you know the way that you've got like uh, Rami Malek playing... Um... Freddie Mercury and yeah. you've got the new Butler character playing Elvis. I feel like he would be perfect in some sort of musical but, film like that.
0: Buddy Holly.
1: Something like that, yeah. He would yeah. be like perfect casting for something like that. Because he was just so warm too and he could also play that dark element to that kind of artistic character's yeah. life and stuff. So he's yeah, an incredible. If he was to if he was to do like uh George Harrison or a or a, a a John Lennon sort of biopic or something like that, I would cast him and be like he would be amazing in this.
0: Yeah, I, I think you would all go the other way and bring him in and make him. So they're doing two more series of Monster, bring him in and make him Ted Bundy.
1: No, I'm kind of hoping Evan Peters comes back as a reoccurring role
0: in that. Yeah, case. I would like that as well. Um, we said that last week. We want Evan Peters. I want Evan Peters to play everybody. <laughs> he deserves to play everybody. <laughs> yeah, I, I want. I want him to play the killer, the victim, and the police detective. <laughs> all just in different prosthetics that's just different characters
1: and different wigs and different outfits that would be amazing
0: (laughs) i think as an actor that would probably break him
1: yeah (laughs) Uh, but i'd love it because he really really goes in on it doesn't
0: he yeah could you thing is how can you go in on i'm going to be the killer and i'm going to be the cop and i'm going to be the victim his head would explode
1: it didn't He have to go for like some serious intense therapy after playing yeah
0: yeah, I think you would as well. D- Dharma still to this day is the one that stuck with me. So I I don't know if you've listened to the Dharma episode we've done a true crime. Not we yet, re- no. we reach a point where I just go, Okay, thanks very much for listening. I just ended it and I literally cut off the call with Heather, Message Heather, went, well, I'm done, can't do no more. And then we waited sixteen days to record extended cut. Wow. Because I couldn't I couldn't talk about him anymore. He just the, the real Dharma, not Evan Peters. The yeah, real yeah, Dharma yeah. just just broke me. That man was just. Ugh, ugh.
1: When have you got Bundy? Have you on your True Crime show?
0: Uh, Bundy will be our January episode, and that'll be the last episode that Heather's on.
1: Yes, yeah, that's pretty... an intense case.
0: Yeah, I I I know about a bit about Bundy, but we'll see how we get have on. Have you done got... your
1: research yet? Have you started building your episode?
0: Uh, no, we're doing. So Peter Sutcliffe is next. Oh, okay, um, and. He's a bad man as well, but he didn't. Doctor just... Ripper. Yeah, yeah. Has yeah.
1: he, he, he just died recently? Uh, twenty twenty. Yeah. Fairly, yeah. So it was like pandemic. Time. He died of COVID, I think. Didn't he it?
0: he did. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. one of the one of the first
1: facts of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I remember him dying of COVID, and I was like, "Fuck, man, you got off lightly."
0: <laughs> yeah, he definitely did. Um, how far are you through The Walking Dead? Final I'm, episode. Not, I'm not. Oh, I'm I'm still. Man. I'm
1: still where we last spoke about it, and I think it's as well. I'm so invested as well. Like someone's just been bitten, and because I follow um, the Walking TWD obsessed, w- yeah, yeah. And he put one on of someone getting bit, and I was like, oh, is that um... and Daryl running off with? Her, I was like, surely that's not Judy, is it? Is it Judy who gets bit? Do you, no, she doesn't. Do you want me to? He was running with Judith.
0: Do you want me to tell you what happened to Judith?
1: Yeah, tell me man, because it's, it's okay. gonna be I'm all over the internet, I'm all over social media. There's no way I'm getting caught up by the end of the finale. Okay. I'm gonna so, end up finding out anyway. So just tell me what's going down. So
0: in the penultimate episode, at the end of the penultimate episode, Judith gets shot. Wow. And I my jaw hit the fucking floor. I was like, No. So there's one episode left to go? One episode. One. And when's that? Is that
1: this that's, Sunday?
0: When does this episode come out? Yeah, that is this Sunday.
1: So it's already it's already out by the time. This yeah, yeah,
0: out, out by the time this come out. But yeah, J- Judith being shot, my jaw literally hit the floor. I was
1: like, dead shot or just shot as like Carl got shot in the eye and she's.
0: Uh, I will be surprised if she survives. Uh, at the end, she's she's sort of fading out, and she's referring to Daryl as dad and saying that she's missed him. And I was like, oh man, this is hard. I've, I've I've watched this kid grow up. I don't like this. She was How a baby. How was she doing as
1: an actress? Because she was, like, fairly introduced the last time I had sort of checked out. I, I thought she was... This season,
0: she's been really good. And, like, they got to a point where they're going to go and they're going to... They're going to the Commonwealth to do... Not to take over, but to kind of, like, bring some semblance of order. And Judith's like, I'm going. And Daryl's like, no, you're not. And Carol's like, no, you're not. And she's like, yeah uh, my dad and my mum kind of built everything and i'm kind of not asking you because neither are you and my parent i'm coming and carol's like um i'm I'm not going to do it and Darren's like dad it's, it's fine you stay with me all the time and like when she gets shot the reaction from so it's done in slow motion she gets shot and she hits the ground and you see Daryl, Negan, Carol, uh King. This is where he... All the
1: zombies are coming in. Where this No, no, is no. No,
0: the, no, this is she's shot by a person, by the people in the Commonwealth. All right, okay. And you see sort of all of these characters who've loved and adored this character, they all have they're all like under heavy gunfire. Judith gets shot, and they all go from like behind cover to all of their faces change in slow motion to like fuck you. And they all come out like Carol comes out like. Like goes like across Like
1: Terminus, little fucking rocket launcher shit.
0: She literally like runs across like this open foyer with a machine gun screaming. And then you've got Negan like with two handguns, like fucking like
1: John Wick. Because he it... was really close with Judith, wasn't he?
0: Yeah, it's the last episode absolutely blew me away.
1: Cool, man, that's cool. I'm glad it's still having that effect on people. And I <laughs> What's the most disappointing thing is, is like, I'm diehard Walking Dead. I was diehard Walking Dead. Like, that was my weekend. Yes, new episode of The Walking Dead. And then I'd be watching the internet constantly on the build-up to new seasons. And I just don't know what happened. I just don't know what happened after... It was the pandemic, and then all those solo episodes came out of individual character episodes. And I just didn't get involved. I don't no. know why. See, that's, I think where... that's half the problem with like these spin-off series that they're announcing, and then I was like, "So it's not going to end, is it?" And then I just well, lost all interest.
0: They've binned the movies now,
1: so that's coming as a 3 parter or a four-part TV yeah, series. Yeah, four-part right?
0: four, four two's TV series. Uh, they've also officially put the Daryl and Carol and the Negan and Maggie series on hold,
1: but they're filming that now, though, aren't they? The Negan yeah. and Maggie one.
0: Uh, and the Daryl and Carol one, but apparently both been put on hold because they haven't, I think they've put it on hold to give some semblance of one of them may die in the finale. Right. They're and
1: obviously
0: <laughs> and obviously this has come out, so if anyone has died, I'll, I'll know by the time we get to
1: next week's news, and no doubt I'll be very annoyed. Um, I hope Rick comes back at the end. I hope he comes back for the season finale. Just to, I want him to be the sign-off. I want it to start with him and I want it to end with him.
0: Do you know what I find really hard? And I find it with most series. So this, I've watched 12, 13 years of this programme. And they built it to this point where it's in this huge finale and there's so much going on everywhere. I cannot see how they can tie it up in 40 minutes.
1: They can't. They can't. That's, what, that's, that's what's annoyed me about them announcing all these spin-offs and this... There is no end to this to this idea, to this story. And like Rick Grimes leaving, like fair play to the guy. He wanted to leave, he wanted to spend time with his family and wanted to project his career further. But what has he done? He's done nothing since this.
0: He's done the Rick film that's now a series.
1: <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. He's done nothing. He's done nothing. He could have stuck around and this show would not have died a death, it has without him.
0: No, no, I, I agree. I completely agree. Um, I'm pretty much done for news. I think this is going to be a short one this week. Have you got anything
1: else you want to talk about before we go? I haven't at all, really. Um, festive, I'm ready You're... for Christmas now.
0: <laughs> uh, do, do you know I'm I'm battling the urge to get Christmas tree out.
1: Mine will be going out very soon. I have just, virtually, I'm currently living in a building site. We're renovating. We just built an extension on the side of our house as a playroom. For my daughter, Um, it used to be my garage where I'd keep all my tools and all the rest of it and now they are in a shed at the mother-in-law's house and that's been demoted so we can have extra space because when me and my wife first moved into our house, it's quite a small little bungalow house. It's nothing flash. It's just a small little bungalow Um, and I open-planned everything downstairs. So when you walk in through my front door, you can see the end of the house and the sides of the house. It's literally open from end to end, which is great when it was me and my wife yeah now we have a two-year-old who accumulates so much fucking toys and so much plastic shit it's unbelievable and when you live in one room so it's like if you had a living room where you kept all your shit in you can just shut the door and go sit in the kitchen yeah because my kitchen and my living room and everything else is all one big massive open space you come down the stairs in the morning like half past five six o'clock because we start early because we have a kid within 10 minutes your house is fucked yeah literally look you make porridge in the morning for her and then she gets these fucking building blocks out which entertain her for 30 seconds then she wants to set a train track up and then she wants to play dollies and then she wants to read a book and before you know it you've been downstairs 15 minutes and your house looks like it's been burgled i was like i can't do this anymore i can't live my life like this anymore i was like i'm sacrificing my garage we'll knock it through and i'll board it all out and we'll turn it into a playroom and then all of our stuff can just go in there and then I can just I can live a normal life in a normal living room. So we're doing that, but because obviously because we live in an open space living, knocking through into the playroom, which doesn't have a door in it either, which is going to be part of the extended living areas kind of thing, it everything's just fucked, man. Every my house is just upside down. So this week has just been driving me mental. So I've been working and then I've been coming home and on a night I've been trying to get the house back to normal and putting new floorings down and decorating. And and... In
0: the process of all of that, what did you what did you lose this week, Mark? My wife lost my headphones. <laughs> so, so if I sound different <clears throat> this
1: week, it's because I can't Mark... put my microphone in. So I'm, I'm on wired Nokia 3310 headphones plugged into my tablet. They are. they fucking Bose headphones as well, man. They were so expensive. If she's left them in like a coffee shop or something, I'm going to lose my shit.
0: But there's someone in Costa who's just gone, oh, my God. I've got both headphones. I've got to wrap them up and give them some for Christmas. <laughs>
1: Honestly, I've had them for years as well, and they always stay in my office. They're always hung up on top of the microphone. But because, like I say, I've been working at home on a night and stuff like that, she's come in she's like, oh, can I borrow your headphones? Because I'm, try- I'm trying to do these emails and stuff like that, but you're banging and you're, and you're making noises. Like, oh, if I just borrow your headphones just to, to crack on this work. It's like, yeah, that's fine. Just make sure you put them back. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely put them back. And I saw her with them round her neck the other day, and she was leaving the house. I was like, "Oh, do I say something?" Because my wife's one of those people who's like, "God, you've got this thing about it. Mind, 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 mind." Like I'm a mind, 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 mind kind of guy." <laughs> like, that's mine. Don't touch it. That's mine. But, oh, you need to get over this. You need to just stop being so so selfish with your stuff. And I'm like, yeah, but it's mine. Like, I worked hard for it. It's mine. Don't touch it. If you want some headphones, go buy your own headphones. <laughs> and, she, and I saw her leaving with them around her neck, and I was like, oh, do I dare say to her, please don't go out with my headphones, because if you lose them, I'm going to have to buy some more. I was like, no. Be the better man. Don't do that. Just, just let her go. She's responsible. She'll look after him, I'm sure.
0: You've learned a life lesson.
1: <laughs> come tonight i be like oh i'm just gonna go recording now do you uh do you know where the headphones are uh no i I, oh, I can't remember the last time i've seen them so we were late recording tonight because i was like oh i'm just really a little bit late now i won't be long scoured the house scoured the car scoured with my work van i was like what have you done with them they're not anywhere i cannot find them i'm like where are they oh, I don't know, they'll turn up. I was like, it's no good They will turn up. Where are they? I need them now. That's why they stay in the office and where I need them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so I might be getting divorced, but that's a different conversation.
0: The, the mass fan, because I imagine when she went, ah, oh, I can't remember the last place I saw them. I imagine you're like me and I, you went, I know the last place I saw them. they were around your neck as you left the house. But you know what annoys me more than
1: anything? I have like a very, very good memory. So like if someone's my wife rings me throughout the day all the time. So oh, where's this? Where's that? Where's this? And I'll know where it is. I'll know where everything is all the time. I'll know where keys are. So like I never lose keys. I never lose anything because I just remember things. You know what I mean? Like it's I just remember it's like, oh, I took my phone out of my pocket. I never lose my phone because I know where I took it out of my pocket, and put it on the side. That was the last person left it. So that's where it is. What are you like? Are you one of those people? Are you like, oh, Lisa, where's this? Lisa, where's that?
0: In the morning, so I do it. Th- at night, I take off my clothes. I take all the stuff out of my pockets and I put it all in one place. In the morning, I've got a habit of, as I get ready for the day, I will pick up things from this area at certain points. And instead of putting them in a pocket or in a bag or whatever, I position them in other places around the house. And then I'm going, has everyone send my keys? I- I've done quite recently... Couldn't find my work keys and needed to go out in the truck to go and survey a site. And I offered £15 to the first person to find my keys because I was in such a rush.
1: Man, I, I just don't have that. I don't have, I've never had that panic where I can't find something because I always, like, even if you're like, I need a utility bill from like three years ago, I'll know where it is because I will have folded it and filed it somewhere. Do you know what I mean? Like, I know where everything is always. That, that's a so wild to me that people lose things like they do all the time. So how can you not remember where you put that down? I, I've got a lot going on in my head. <laughs> none, I, of it, I, none of it relevant I, to the still, world. Still, it's like, how can you not know where stuff is? You were the last one to use it. It's in the same place. I don't know. It blows my mind that people lose things. And if you are one of those people who loses things, sort your fucking shit out.
0: <laughs> yeah, and as Mark has now just professed that he has this amazing, fantastic memory, it's time for Mark to sign off news with a movie quote. No,
1: I said next week. We're still on the same <laughs> week. <laughs> Can I use I'll be back again? After vista, baby. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we're still oh. on the same night. For people who don't know, we we record straight after the movie episode. and We're still on the same night. I said next week.
0: We are, and I, I am milking it a little bit. So uh, <laughs> thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we will catch you on Tuesday, where we're going to talk about the incredible movie, The Army of Darkness. Yeah, we're going to talk about Army of Darkness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> me and Mark are not going to agree. So yeah, tune in no.
1: for that. And we'll see you next week. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. See you on Tuesday. Whatever
0: you do, don't fall asleep. Hi, I'm
1: Chucky. Wanna play? Oh, Sometimes. That is my Look
0: at me, Damien. So <laughs> lovely, I am the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's work. We all go a little mad sometimes.
1: You know, it's Halloween. I guess everyone's a type of one good scare, huh? An excellent day for an exorcism. Open the pod bay doors, Hal.
0: I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that.